Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. everybody y'all listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show you know i think i ought to explain something to y'all you know when i when i wake up in the morning and i say dig me now what i'm asking you to do is it's old school you know man and you know you see old pe- people say i dig you know da 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 never stop saying it i'm sorry uh but dig me now it's just i want you to i want you to really feel me I want you to understand what I'm saying because really this morning inspiration is all given in the spirit of sharing and love. It ain't about to expose me in any way. That's not the purpose of it. But I found that in my morning inspiration that it's best that I use some things about myself because, I mean, what better example can I use because I know me. I know what's happened to me. I know exactly how I felt all along the way concerning almost everything, every aspect of my life. I now fully do really understand why God had my life spin the way it spun. And here's a part that I want to give to you this morning. That first of all, whatever position you find yourself in today, we kind of come to one realization that we got ourselves there. We put ourselves there by a series of thoughts and actions. Thoughts turn into things. That's very important to know. So let's look at both sides of it. For people who think negative thoughts, it turns into negative things. And the direct opposite is true for those who think positive thoughts. It turns into positive things. That's the deal. It's it's as simple as that, folks. I cannot break it down 
any cleaner. I cannot make it any clearer. Thoughts become things. So the one glaring question for all of us always is on a daily basis, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Because I can assure you, and it's not by a promise of mine. This is not a theory that Steve Harvey then came up with. This is a fact of life. This is biblical. This is spiritual. This is written. This is philosophical. This is the law of the universe. However you need to drink this medicine to take to get it down and feel what I'm saying to you, this is just the way it is. Now, and here the cold part, folks. It don't matter if you believe me or not. It does not matter if you have never been explained this or not. And it does not matter if you think it works in your life or not. It don't matter. Listen to me. It is the way it is. It is a scriptural. It is a spiritual. It is philosophical. It is it's just whatever is the law of the universe. You call whatever you want. However you got to dress this thing up to put it in the phase that you can feel me. I want you to feel me now because this all it is. So when I say that you are where we are today because we thought ourselves here, oh, you best to believe that's true. You thought yourself here. No one else. See, let me explain something. I got people around me who so badly want to take credit for it, but I don't allow it because I keep pointing to the heavens. I keep pointing and and trying to say it out loud as many times as I can without being so offensive that it my life is by design, by grace and mercy, by blessings from God. My life is because God has seen it to be so. Oh, but I got plenty of people around me who want credit for it and want you to not give credit to God and give it to them. I got that. I got that. But I understand that. See, I understand what that is. That's a person whose design is to get the credit. But it's okay. It's so clear to me what my father was saying to me, man. I get it as I get older and older. He always said to me, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. See, you know, I don't know how people say it in church. You know, sometimes they go, well, people come into your life for seasons. And I guess that's the same thing. You know, they season up, they gone. Well, you know, and then, but then here the way they try to hold you, though. Oh, you going to forget where you come from? Oh, you ain't going to keep it real no more? I don't want to go back where I come from. I don't want to keep it that real no more. It was real enough for me living in a car. I had enough of that real. I don't want to keep it real. No, I don't keep it real. I want to go keep it dreamy. I want to go keep it fantasizing. I want, I, want to, I want to keep it out of this world. I want to keep it off the chain. I want to keep it moving. I want to keep it balling. I want to see what that's like. So, no, nah, I ain't going to forget where I come from. But you ain't going to hold me to that, though. See, thoughts become things all day long. Where's your vision board? Where are the things that you want written down? What do you think about the most? How grateful are you for what all God has done for you? Where you at with that? See, here, here another law. If thoughts become things, let me ask you this. 
if all you thinking about is your debt, if all you thinking about is what you ain't got, if all you thinking about is, oh, woe is me, if all you thinking about is every time I turn around, I'm sick, if all you thinking about is the things in life that you're lacking, if that's all you thinking about, and if thoughts become things, how much debt you think you're going to stay in? How much, how much, how much lacking you think you finna fill your life with? How much more stuff you finna not have? Cause you keep thinking about it all the time. When you gonna be grateful? When you gonna say thank you? When, when it's gonna come out your mouth, man, that I, I may not be where I want to be, but I sure am grateful for what you've given me so far, for the things I have today, because I don't have to have these things. You know what that does? That then opens up room for more stuff to come your way to be grateful for. But if you're going to be ungrateful, oh, man, let me ask you something. I ain't God. I don't claim to be. But let me ask you something, man. If you're ungrateful for the things we got, if we can't show no gratitude for what what we have, why would God give us some more stuff to be ungrateful for? What would he do that for? Ta-da! Anybody feel me right now? So when I say, come on, y'all, dig me now. Do you understand why I say dig me? Because I want you to feel me. I want you to understand and come to the understanding. I'm not saying you ain't because there's so many people got a deeper understanding than me about this whole thing. I promise you they do. But they listen to me. I'm just trying to get you to walk up in this light, man, so you can go on with your life and quit tripping yourself out with your thoughts because thoughts become things. All right, all day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, animal trainers, park rangers, sanitation workers, potty removal people, people that work at the park, (laughs) nurses, first responders, mailmen. Firemen, emergency medical people, everybody on the front line. This election is dedicated to you. We are dedicated to removing the person who has single-handedly refused to handle the crisis in the manner that it should be handled and has led to the loss of so many lives. Voting day is coming. I would hope a week from now, this show will be in slight celebration. Now, he ain't going to act right. He ain't going to leave. And I hope he don't go out smoothly. I want them to go in there and drag his ass out the White House. I it hope he don't. Get it on camera. I hope, I hope the whole Secret Service turn on his ass. And you know the two dudes that's going to be the maddest? Hmm. It's the two dudes that when he came out the hospital mm-hmm. and rolled around the block mm-hmm. that day. Them two, I'll get him. I'll get yeah. him. I'll do it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning, Landslide. Landslide. Call it for real. That's right. Let's go. Let's vote. Good morning, crew. Hey, Junior. Can we call this election by 7.30 p.m., please? Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Next nephew week. Tommy. Landslide. The morning after that, I will be... Uh, here, all of us, and uh, we're going naked. to be celebrating. We're gonna mm-hmm. be naked. Uh, no. He said, naked. "Hell yeah, oh, yeah." Might, you you ain't get the memo. Yeah, I might do mm. that. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I don't normally do nothing ignorant. He said, but I'm, I might yeah. if if, if, if uh, 
Trump lose, I might come on in here naked on Zoom. That's the best way, Carla, for us to but, tell but, him to kiss now, him. Now, now Tommy, if you come in naked, you going to be on Zoom? Yeah. Okay. What? If I come in here naked, I, I can't be on Zoom. That'll be too much. <laughs> on I'm WhatsApp zooming. or something. Yeah, you can't Zoom this. You can't Zoom me, boy. Uh-uh. No, no. Woo! The gallery the, view, the speaker the, view. In the, the words of the late, great Bernie Mac. This whole room will get dark. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. We yeah. almost there, Home stretch, you know baby. Getting down to the wire Trump, now. Trump can't put, Fox can't put not a single Democrat that is switching over to vote for Trump this year. But on CNN, you can see all the Republicans you want <laughs> that switched over them. to vote <laughs> for Biden. They just lining up. <laughs> I have no. a feeling this is going to be a major election. I think it's going to speak volumes to the Black Lives uh, Matter movement, which is what I want to accomplish more than anything in this election. Mm-hmm. I hope you're right. I really think I've never seen these many young people engaged, college students engaged. Now, there's that silent group out there that's Trump voters, but I really think that the Biden campaign has done uh, a good job of this. and They focus on the right thing. All right, Steve, um, we're here all morning. Uh, Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, Ask the CLO, the CLO Chief Love Officer, will be in the building, and we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's time now to Ask the CLO. All you have to do is go to steveharveyfm.com to submit your questions for the Chief Love Officer. He is here for you. All right, this one is from Delisha in Memphis. Delisha says, I'm a 27-year-old female and my boyfriend is 29. He's a police officer. We've been together for a year and we moved in together because we planned to get married. We have a great relationship and the sex is bomb, but there's one problem. He likes to role play in the bedroom by having me put handcuffs on him and taking the lead, even using his nightstick to gently tap him on his butt. This is creepy to me. And I don't always want to be the aggressor. He's asked me to go along with it because he says it heightens the experience for him. Is this normal or weird to you? Well, you know, if you don't like it, here's my suggestion. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants to heighten the experience. Then just go on and over-heighten it. What do you mean by that? You know, instead of that little bitty tap with that billy club, bust him (laughs) upside his damn head with that stick one time. (laughs) You understand? Give it to him. Take that stiffen, Take that to whoop his ass just a little bit too hard. Wait a minute, oh baby, that's too hard. No, no, heighten your experience. Fuck! I mean, put one on him like that and see how he feel about it. That's all I got to say to you. I don't care what y'all do in y'all bedroom. You say the sex is the bomb, you know, whatever. Oh, no, no so black man on yeah, yeah this, this ain't no problem. You know, I'm not gonna get handcuffed though. That's not no. gonna happen. Yeah, you should never. Be I remember one time, long time ago. This, you know, just go ahead, shoot me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Caught did yourself. You, did you forget where you were? <laughs> Caught yourself. All right, uh, <laughs> this one right here is funny on so many levels. Gentry. In Queens, how do you think Gentry might be, Steve? Oh, Gentry old as hell. Yeah. I'll be 70. I'll be 70 in December. Come on, Gentry. Nobody named Gentry. I love Gentry. (laughs) I'll be 70 in December. Best friend, Wallace. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll be 70 in December, Gendry says, and I live in a building for seniors on a fixed income. My children and my girlfriend is 68 and we've been together seven months. My building does not allow overnight company, so we have to sneak around when she stays over. My neighbors always report us, though, because my girlfriend is very loud in the bedroom. I try to keep her quiet, but she likes to swear and down darn near yodel when it gets, oh, when it gets good to her. Yeah. I love everything about this. Oh, I've gotten yeah. six warnings from my landlord already. She lives with her daughter, so we can't stay there, and I can't always afford a hotel room. So what should we do? Help Gentry out. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all too damn old for somebody to be telling y'all y'all can't have company. Now, damn it. <laughs> I don't know what kind of building this is, but you're 70, and she yodels. I think I ought to be inspiring for all them jealous, player-hating-ass people in the building. They ain't got nobody visiting them. See, Gentry, you a product of hate. That's all this is, brother. Keep on bringing out that yodeling. Keep on. <laughs> just, you know, just have me in that yodeling. You know, just, you know, you, 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 you know, I don't know how you can do it because you definitely can't put a pillow in nobody's mouth because that ain't going to go good at this age. No. So just go on and handle your business. You might, y'all might have to move to another building that allows overnight company, but I can't understand how you can't have overnight company and then them haters is always telling on y'all. Or Gentry, you could go down there and and and, and whoop Bartholomew's Mew's ass because he the one calling in. Because he ain't had no company <laughs> since 79. And he probably, he, yeah. He yeah. hating. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, he hating. You might go down there and knock on some doors. Uh, talk to Bartholomew, uh, talk to uh, uh, Miss Gwendolyn, uh, as, as Barbara and them, had, had how she feel about it, you know, and uh, and then and, and then talk to Otis. Ask them if it's all right for him to be making loud noises and having sex and, in there. And, and Lonnie. Lonnie. Talk to Lonnie. Lonnie. Yeah, talk to Lonnie. And then talk to Miss Carolyn. Mm-hmm. And then see if you can't get some, you know. All right. All right, Gentry. Uh, Kirk in South Philly says, I've been dating a 42-year-old woman, and I'm only 30. I, I, I show her that I'm all man and I can take care of her, but she likes to take the lead and talk down to me at times. We've been together two years, and she wants to get married, and so do I. But things haven't been good lately. They haven't been going good lately. My parents um, don't really like her because of her strong personality. And my mom says I can do better. I don't want to waste any more time with her if she's not willing to change her ways. How can I get her to fall back a little? She not, dog. And when you get married, she going to step up even more. Nothing changes after you get married except the appearance of your left hand, third finger. That's all that changes. If she trouble now, dog, it's going to be trouble later on. She ain't yes. finna bag down. She's not a bag down type person. You finna marry an alpha dog, and you got to get ready. You can't roll up newspaper and whoop an alpha dog ass. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm speaking just like as an analogy, not in a physical sense, actually. We understand. I'm just using it as an analogy. So no matter, Steve tell me, roll up a newspaper and whoop her ass. No, I didn't. That's not what I said. I'm just talking to him. You're going to have trouble if you marry her because she is that way. Now, I don't like using words sound chauvinistic. She bossy. She more than bossy. She something yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, right. and if you don't like the way she is, you, you're going to have to move on because that's who she is. Yeah. You can't yeah. change her. You can't change her. Yeah, and your mama have- might be right. And she knows she's 12 years older than you. That's why she's talking to you half crazy sometimes, too. <laughs> Look, boy, what... What 
Why, where's your pajamas? <laughs> uh, well. Sit down back there while I'm driving. <laughs> Get in your car seat. <laughs> what are you saying, Steve? CLO. <laughs> Kiss me while I'm driving. Play on your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But would you say that if it were reversed? <laughs> if the man was 12 years older than the woman? Because <laughs> women mature faster. Exactly. Than exactly. So All what right, are you saying? Flo? They need to bust it up. Oh, come on, man. This ain't going to get better for you. you. She wants to get married and you do too. You want to marry You you want to marry that? You, mm-hmm. Boy, you, you lost your rabbit ass mind. All right, coming up next, Nephew Tommy is here with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news with the latest on Hurricane Zeta's impact on our neighbors in New Orleans. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. Call Thomas. Mm. R and V. Yeah, call All Thomas. Right. I got you, baby. Here we go. Come on, cat. Hello? That's where I got a problem. Hello? Who, yes. Who am I speaking with? This is Noble. Are you, uh, do you work with Carl Thomas? Yes, sir. Okay, that's who I'm looking for. I'm I'm Silk from Big Time Promotions. I need to speak to Carl if it's in any way possible. Yeah, hold on one second. What's up? Is this Carl? Yeah, yeah, who's this? Yeah, Listen, man, my name is Silk. I'm from Big Time Promotions, and wait, I'm not. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's your name again? My name is Silk. Oh, Silk. Okay. Big Time Promotions out of Mississippi. Okay. Now, I've been dealing. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to get this right. I've been right. dealing with your managers, who supposedly is Big Mac. Am I right? Yeah. Now, I didn't send deposits down a hundred thousand dollars worth so that you can do Jackson and Biloxi for me. Jackson was supposed to be last week. I've been calling all week long. Oh, wait, 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 you, you said you sent a deposit. You sent a hundred thousand dollars. I sent a hundred thousand to Big Mac, your manager. Who? Nah, man, nah. Well, listen, nah. brother, who nah. are, li- nah, listen to I, me. If you, if you would have sent a hundred thousand dollars, if you'd have sent a hundred thousand dollars, Nah, nah, I, I, I don't think so. I sent uh, $100,000 to Big Mac, nah. with, and he also, in return, brother, sent me a contract signed with him and your name on it. No, nah, I ain't signed. No, no, no. I ain't signed no contract. Well, somebody, I, ain't see no, I, ain't, I ain't see no contract. I ain't, I ain't see no $100,000 either. Nah. I understand what you're saying, but I'm letting you know what has already happened to me. Now, I'm not well, trying you to— got, well, I, well, you got a contract signed with—, with my signature, my signature on it, though? How, how I know your signature? All I know is it said Carl Thomas. It had your name and your and manager's name on it. I'm trying to tell you that I didn't sign no contract. Let me say this. All, all, all Silk trying to say, though, what yeah. Silk trying to say is this yeah. right here, is that Silk is going to get his money back. That's for one thing. Now, what I don't want to oh. do is, is, is uh, we can handle this like men or we can handle this like gangsters. It don't make me no difference. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, partner. Hold on. Now you do gangster. Now you do. Now, who, are you threatening me? All I know is I need your in Mississippi tomorrow. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. First of all, I don't know who the you think this is. 
I don't know what you think this is, but you ain't gonna call me up out the blue on no talking about you send me a hundred thousand. I don't know what, what you talking about. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're talking about, but we can get into it, partner. If you want to get down like that, we can get down like that. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you know exactly where I'm coming from. I'm sick and tired of trying to get all these all these singers, trying to get played. You know what I mean? Cause I, hey, no, let me no, tell no, you something. You play this, like that, cuz. this is Silk from Mississippi. No, you play. Look, I look, need look. your ass out. You think it's You think it's on me? Let me tell you something, man. Don't make me leave your in two pieces. Is that what you think? Don't make me leave you in two pieces. I want my money back. You and your manager uh, got my money. Sweet. All right, I see it right now. All right, I, I, okay, all right, okay, um, Silk or, or whatever your name, I'm telling you, dog, I'm telling Silk you. Silk from Mississippi. Stepping in mud, cuz. You stepping in mud, cuz. I'm telling you right now, dog. You think it's, you, you think it's on me, don't you? Let me tell you, let me tell you something, you Carl, Tom. Carl Thomas. Let me tell you. Say it. All you pretty boys is the same. You're going to make me whoop your about my money. Okay, all right, all right. I see exactly, I see exactly where you're going, partner. Well, see me, see me in the street. You know exactly where I am. You know where I press that. Come on. I live in New Jersey. Everybody know it. Come on, man. You know exactly what it is, playboy. It don't on, take man. my, it don't take nothing for me to file my truck and roll to New Jersey. It don't take nothing for me to roll to New Jersey if that's what you're looking for. Now, I want your ass in Mississippi Hello? tomorrow. Hello? Who is this? This Noble. Ain't you the, you, you the little right-hand man? You the one I've been calling all damn week, and you ain't gave him the phone to let me speak to him. We was busy. What the hell you mean busy? Y'all got my money. I got $100,000 tied up in this. I don't know what you're talking about, B. Hold on. Let me. I don't know who you think you're talking to. I don't know who you think you calling up. How do you even get this number? Let me say this to you, Carl. How do you even get this number, can, Playboy? Can, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, you got all the marks. You got all the marks. There's holes in your style, Playboy. There's holes in your style. Can I say I'm something? You right now. Let me you got holes in your style. Listen to I'm me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Only soft. Only soft. Anonymously called. You soft, Playboy. You soft. Let me say this soft. to you, man. Are you listening? Soft. Are you listening? I'm listening to you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you, but you soft. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, soft. Let me Brand say this, Carl soft. Thomas. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your oh. boy, Mike B. Oh. <laughs> Carl Thomas. Man, man y'all got me on the radio, man. Man, you thugging, baby. You thugging, boy. Nephew, come on. Oh. Hey, I'm man. supposed to be sweet to the ladies. I know, I know. You wasn't. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. You... Nah, man. I... <laughs> man. I mean, they got me done. Hey, Don, look here. <laughs> you got a whole nother side, Carl Thomas. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. You, your boy Mike B put me up to it. And, and... Hey, man. Hey, look here. Hey, well, all right. All right, Mike. I, hey, Mike. Mike, I owe you in the worst way. <laughs> hey, man, now look, on the real, they tell me you got to. Man, Tom, you wrong, man. <laughs> hey, what? Now look, what's the name hey, of you, Hold up, man. Now you just going to try to jump into the album, man. <laughs> Boy, you got a gangster you side, know, dog. You wrong, right? <laughs> I know it, man. That's all right, man. That's I, all right. We're going to straighten it out in church. Now listen, tell me this. What's the baddest radio show in the world called Thomas? Oh, man, you know it. Steve Harvey morning show featuring the nephew Tommy who really in the bag right now. You got me. Man, y'all wrong. <laughs> See how I did that, Junior? Yeah. See how I did it? Yeah, dog.
Yeah. Okay. So now, what what do you want for that man? Praise. What what what, what uh, you need today? Is that a question? Let me see Steve? what I want. Yeah, because this this is every day. So I just. You know, was singing Carl Thomas yesterday on on the mm-hmm. ground. Yeah, on the ground. Yeah, yeah, dog. See what I'm saying? Song had came on the radio. I just yeah. I didn't do it though. See, that's that's what you call uh apropos. Yeah, that was apropos. What? Mm. What? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm broadening my, my uh, vocabulary. That was. You need to broaden it the other way. Bring it back in a little bit. Cause <laughs> I don't think that's where that fit. No. That's, that's <laughs> apropos, ain't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, you, mm. you work on that, Tommy. So, so yeah. Alfred's Poe. <laughs> no, apra, apra, apra. How do you say it? apropos? That's apropos. Opera ain't got nothing to do with this, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> And then let's Come just go, you know. <laughs> Thank what you, you really, nephew. What, break that down. Opera is not for poor people. Coming up at the top of the hour, <laughs> entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Tamar Braxton is speaking out following her attempted suicide back in July. Tamar revealed on the Tamron Hall show that she has contemplated suicide more than once. Take a listen. You've been summoned back to work. You were not planning on going back. Were you at home at the time? Yeah. Did you take pills? It's so hard to say, Tamron, because I feel like there's a responsibility for, you know, I call them family, my fans who watch. I don't want to give any examples. I understand. But what I will say is that was my lowest point of life. Had you ever tried to take your life before? Um, I'm just going to be 100%. um, There's been a time where I wanted to. But this was the first time you acted on it. Yeah. Have you since tried to take your own life? No. it's been a lot of dark, hard times. Have you been diagnosed with depression? Um, yes, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety due to a circumstance. Are um, you medicating no, yourself? No, I'm not medicated. Um, but I am in counseling every in single counseling. day. Wow. Mm. Wow, we pray for you, Tamar. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Seriously, you know, yeah. She's better, mental but... health and what's going on with COVID, the pandemic, mm-hmm. it's self-care. It's just... Yeah, you, you know we're talking about it a little bit more now, and yeah, Taraji P Henson talks about it quite a yeah. bit as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's good to get it out there and it's good to talk about it, you know. And I'm glad she's saying she's going to counseling because that's not something that Black people normally do. We're starting to do it more now, you know, get therapy and counseling. So uh, I'm I'm glad that she's she's doing that. Um, wow. That's heavy, Ooh. though. Yeah, it it really, really is because mm-hmm. you know we we see the um, the upbeat uh, life of the Tamar. party Tamar. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, most of the time. All right. Uh, in other trending news, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady got called out for a post on his Instagram story stating that there have been more suicide deaths than cor- coronavirus deaths in the past two months. Uh, Tom also posted, so wash your hands and wear your mask. Yeah, but don't forget to be nice to people and look after yourself. And then he added the word truth to the post. According to fact-checking website um, uh, PolitiFact, 
politifact.com, politifact.com, there are about 4,000 people who died from suicide every month and nearly 22,000 people have died from coronavirus in the past 30 <clears throat> days. So wrong, wrong, yeah, wrong. Yeah. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Yeah, why? Why speak about it at all? Yeah, yeah, don't even. Shut up, Tom. You just a you just a quarterback for the Tampa Bay. Just throw the damn ball. We and I'm over here rooting for you with Tampa, but just shut up. God, uh, oh. Yeah, LeBron got to shut up and mm-hmm. dribble. Just throw the damn ball. That's it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady got to be careful, especially when the people on this show hear about it because, you know, they, they five and two. And, you know. See. Hmm. How did See you bring that? How did you bring another Texas game? How did you swing? Texas ain't won a our damn game, so I don't know why he thought he was going to get away with talking on this damn show. But you can get out of here, Mr. Brady. You're talking to the Texans teams over here. They ain't won a damn game. They hate anybody that's winning. Anybody. We've won one game. Okay. Oh, my bad. My bad. I'm sorry. You do agree so his sorry. statement was stupid, though, right? Uh, oh, hell yeah, it was stupid. Oh. And it was dumber to let us hear All right, we need to move on and get to the headlines, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, Hurricane Zeta, as uh, Zeta actually slammed into Louisiana this morning, killing at least, at least two people already and leaving about a million households and businesses in the dark in Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi is roaring now into Georgia. At 9 p.m., curfew went to effect uh, in the city of Brotherly Love overnight, and Philadelphia's mayor, Jim Kenney, ordered it in hopes of reducing the unrest resulting from the police killing of a 27-year-old black man named Walter Wallace who was fatally shot on Monday. Things were pretty quiet last night. Whilst his family says he was bipolar, that he was having an episode, that they called for an ambulance. However, the cops showed up instead, and they say that when Wallace wouldn't drop a knife he was holding, he was shot dead. As usual, most of the reporting is now centered on the destruction of property instead of the case. And Donald Trump's making it about politics, while Joe Biden condemns the violence but is focused on the root cause. You can't let that go on. Again, a Democrat-run state a Democrat-run city, Philadelphia. There is no excuse whatsoever for the looting and the violence. None whatsoever. But Biden makes note that overall the protests have been totally legitimate. And Biden adds that if elected, he'd set up a commission to study ways to lessen lethal shootings by police. Philly Police Chief Daniel Outlaw, Danielle Outlaw says her department's going to be releasing those 911 tapes and body cam video related to the incident. The former chairman of the Republican National Committee, Michael Steele, says he's voting for Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. Steele, who is African-American, urges black people not to be fooled by the thing Trump says he supposedly did for black folks. We knew where you were on uh, housing discrimination. We know what you tried to do with your own properties. Uh, We know where you were on the Central Park Five. We heard you give license uh, to those who were, you know, violent and pushing hot, ugly rhetoric in Charlottesville. So Donald Trump is a transactional individual. And so he's looking to commit a transaction with black folks to get by. Former Chairman of the Republican National Committee, Michael Steele. There's now a November 12th deadline for mail-in ballots uh, to be counted in North Carolina. Republicans try to stop that. An extended ballot deadline, by the way, is in uh, Pennsylvania. By the way, some 76 million pre-election day votes have been cast, including my own. Meanwhile, the cases of coronavirus continue to spike with infections on the rise in the West, where hospitals reportedly full in Utah, filling up in Montana, Idaho, and Colorado. Finally, Whitney Houston's version of I Will Always Love You has just been streamed 
streamed a whopping one billion times. That's one billion times. You know, the song was written by Dolly Parton in 1973, but Whitney's version became number one in 1992. One billion times. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to the Black Information Network, Trump advisor and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, said a very racist thing by implying that racial equality in the U.S. is due in part to a lack of motivation among black Americans. Kushner said black folks have to want to be successful. While on a campaign... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. While on a campaign stop in Florida, President Obama fired back at Kushner. Take a listen. He loves to talk about black unemployment. Look how low black unemployment... Well, you know what? Unemployment was really high when I came in and we brought that unemployment low and it kept on going low. And he wants to take credit for it, says he's the best president for black folks since Abe Lincoln. Man, now his advisors are out there saying, including his son-in-law, his son-in-law says, black folks have to want to be successful. That's the problem. Who are these folks? What history books do they read? Who do they talk to? Don't read? Is that what is going on? Black unemployment hit almost 17% during the Great Recession, 10 years ago. And through a lot of hard work, Joe Biden and I helped get it down. And it kept on going down. Not because Trump did anything. And then this year, because they've screwed up the pandemic response, it soared back up to above 17% here in Florida. But it doesn't have to be that way, Florida, if you go out and vote. Yes, That's who I'm talking about. But that's how you speak. But you know, man, this dude, uh, Kirshner, makes a statement like that. I don't give a damn what his name is. Raggedy-ass racist. You think that if you say black Americans have to want to be successful, I personally do not know a single black person, and I know a bunch, that don't want to be successful or happy, that ain't all in trying to accomplish those two things in life. As a matter of fact, in my entire life of 63 years of living, I can count the people on one hand that I know who wasn't trying to become successful. How dare you say lack of motivation? So let me ask you a question, Kushner, Kushner, whatever your name is. Why all the white folks ain't successful? Tell me why you have unsuccessful or unemployed or on drugs white folks. So whatever reason you want to apply to them for their missteps in life. Oh, black people, we don't we don't get that. We got to want to. We don't have. Well, let me tell you something. I wanted a lot of things in my life, but because of the color of my skin, I was prohibited from that happening the exact way. Oh, but I got funky with you, though. Oh, I came through somehow, but by the grace of God. Amen. And so have so many African Americans. So how dare you talk about we got to want to. Who who would ever say they don't want to be successful, though? I mean, come on. How dare you? Yeah. All right, let's vote, people. Five days left. You get rid of racism, we be off the chain. Yeah. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to switch gears and talk about dating right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, listen up. Here's a good one for you. A social media question we found on our Facebook page. 
Uh, what if before dating someone new, and I know you guys are married, but uh, uh, Junior, listen up. You needed two different references from exes, even if you before you oh. got married. How about that? You needed two different references mm -hmm. from your exes. Mm -hmm. Here's the question. Which of your exes would be your two references and why? And what would they say? What do you think they'd say? No. Come on, Kier, mm -mm. Junior, no, Spake. No. <laughs> Let's no. go. We, no, we're not doing none of my exes, but we can go is back to vacation Bible school and get somebody out of there. Don't get okay. nobody in my yeah. adult as life. A, as a reference. Yeah, as a reference. You need somebody who was in church to talk about I me. I was going to tell you, uh, both of my references was from the fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's hear it. And uh, what they would say about uh, me is, What would they say? He showed so much promise, and he was trying to overcome a stutter. <laughs> and he was determined. <laughs> just glowing, Steve. Just and a just, glowing and remark. And, and just the way he wore his older brother's clothes. It was just <laughs> fascinating. Yeah. The way he would double wrap his belt around his thin, frail, underdeveloped body. Mm -hmm. And uh, his ability to cut out cardboard to sh the shape of his shoe and stick it in there so you never even knew that the bottom of his shoes had holes in it. He was oh, just amazing. Wow. Yeah. He yeah. was He was really, I always, if, girl, if you ever get a chance, his sliding boy skills, He this boy could, he would go up to the top of the step and jump halfway down the sliding board before his butt even hit it and then be fly up in the air laying on his feet. You should. Mm, mm -hmm. I always yeah. knew so, he was gonna be so. You've been on the, this earth for sixty-three years, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the reference Fifth from grade. your exes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we going back to when you were ten. Fifth yeah. grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. You think that's something? Okay, okay. Tommy. Okay. What about you? You think that was what? something from from Uncle yeah. Steve? What about you, Tommy? What? Your exes. What? what would they say, what? and who would they be? Come on. Uh. 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 I'm so scared right now, Shirley. I'm married. I'm just so scared. Say the dumbest things ever I on this it. show. I know, but I found out earlier this week she's been listening all week. I'm just, I'm scared of my damn mouth right now. Thank I you, am. Jackie. We love you, Jackie. Yeah. Shout out to Jack. I'll tell you what they said because I knew all of them. Okay. Oh, please. Yes. Uh -huh. come, on. come on, Steve. You know, uh, yes, girls, I would, I would recommend him. You know, he, he, <laughs> He kept all his promises, you know. He said he would never leave me. He didn't. I got rid of him. Uh, he said that, uh, he you know, thing, the thing about him, I mean, he's very much the same today as he was then. He hasn't <laughs> let insane. money affect him. He ain't let money affect him. He was That's stupid good. then. He's you know. still stupid. You know, uh, you know, you know, I missed that part. And oh, then, you know, the most obvious one is, I mean, look, he he wear the same size shoe. He the same height. Mm -hmm. This is a person who's never changed. Uh, what, what, yeah, I should have done my own. Yeah. Uh, what would Big Honey say, Uncle? Big Honey had to be a Big Honey, God. Oh, big honey. Now, now, let me tell you Ooh. something. And for those that don't know who Big Honey is. Hold on. She was... <coughs> she Tommy's, was Tommy, one of Tommy's ex girlfriends, yeah. yeah. right before back he in got the married. Day, yeah, close to her, honey. On her back, her tattoo was a slab of ribs. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and you used to call her big. Oh, Sarah, do you remember Kiwi? 
Yes, baby I back. do. Y'all remember yes. Kiwi? Oh, yes, man. I remember Kiwi's Kiwi. tattoo on her back was an ice ex. cream sundae. <laughs> <laughs> not the fruit, not the kiwi. <laughs> no, the whole sundae. Oh, big honey, man. God, dog. Boy, I had some cold ones, boy. I had some cold ones. Ooh, I remember Kiwi. She had the short hair. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Big Honey's sons jumped on me. <laughs> Don't say nothing else. Yep. We're not going to bring up your exes. Whoop my yep. ass in front of their house, man. Oh, I ain't my. forgot that. Yep. And yep, the eight and nine year old woke his ass. <laughs> Steve, you tell it all, don't you? Coming oh, up next, the it. nephew with the prank phone call right <laughs> after his this. Ass like he was Cat <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, you can call me petty if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? N-W-A. What? N-W-A. What, a, what does that stand for? Yeah. This stands for this stands for N-word abolishers. N-word Whoa. abolishers. Yeah. Run that thing, cat dog. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Spears. My name is Andrews. Is he available? Yeah, yeah, this is me. Okay. Uh, how you doing, sir? Everything going good tonight? Man, I'm doing fine, man. I'm working late for work. What you want? Um, wow. Uh, sir, listen, my name is, uh, once again, uh, Andrews, and I'm with uh, NWA, which uh-huh. is uh, N-Word Abolishers. Uh-huh. And at, as you know, the N-Word just got buried, and we're trying to keep that successful and, and uh, trying to do as much as we can for people to not use the word. It's been brought to our attention that you have been consistently um, using the word even after we've buried it, and what we're wanting to do is... First of all, I ask you to stop, and we don't want to take any other actions, which could mean not only burying the word, but also burying the people who use it, such as yourself. So what the f- you trying to say? Man, you better don't call my phone, man. I told you I got, I'm uh, late for work, man. You calling me with this about a please? I say what I want to say. I ain't got time to be uh, listening to NWA. Y'all need to go listen to a rap record or something. I'm calling my phone. This sure, sir. I, sure, I got. Sure to do i'm busy man i understand that sir we're just asking you sir can we could you possibly not use the n-word go ahead somebody else call somebody else and bother them with this i say i say i say say, call me with this girl with you crazy nwa i ain't never heard of y'all uh sir do you we're just i I know it's a it's a I know it's a process, sir, but we're asking you that if you could just possibly just quit using the word. Man, f- you. I'll use whatever the hell I want. I don't know you. You don't know me. What the hell? You? How do you know I use the word f- anyway? Huh? Sir, could you please not call me that? Okay. F- you. How about that? I said don't call me that. Now, don't get me bent out of shape about it, all right? <laughs> you sound like a stupid <laughs> I got your f- upset, huh? I told you I got f- to do, man. I ain't got time to play on the phone with you, I'm trying to make sure that here in this country from now on, the word is not used anymore. And for you to do this, for you to continue to go against the grain, we got to put a stop to it. I don't have a problem. The grain type of. (laughs) 
That's who I am. I'm a good against the rain type of. I don't have a problem burying you along with the word. Bury me? Hold up, there. You talking crazy now, boy? Bury me? I'm gonna bury your. Bury a hatchet in your sack. How about that? You don't like that, do you? NWA. With attitudes, that's what you should call yourself. It's, it's not. It's N W A. It's N word abolishers. With attitudes, stupid. I don't know who made up with apologies. What's that? Apologies, apologies. Call your stupid. Don't call my phone. It's in. Look, you're gonna talk to me with some res. Talk to me with some respect, sir. You won't get no respect from me. Cause you call my phone, stupid. What? You call me. I don't even know how you got my number. I don't spend this much time talking to your stupid. You sound like a dumb calling somebody's phone. Go call 911 and get you some help. Dumb Don't get your swooped here. Oh, well, I'm right here. I ain't moving. I live right here at 1301. Come see me. Look it up if you can't find it. Get your GPS. I'm right here. Can I tell you another thing? You can tell me whatever you want to tell me. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got oh, pranked man. by your brother Marcus Spears. Man, you are crazy, dog. You crazy y'all for crazy. y'all are crazy. Oh, excuse me. Y'all are crazy, man. Hey, man. Hey, look at here. your brother Marcus told he told us he said I bet him five hundred dollars he was gonna use the N word before the month was up. <laughs> Dog, I been... it's hard, man. Y'all can't just you know throw this <laughs> on a like this. You know, man, excuse me, but you can't just throw this up on me, man. It take time. It's like stop smoking cigarettes. It take me six seven months just to get it out of my system. You know what I'm talking about? No. No, your brother said, he said, I promise you, my brother Calvin is the craziest person I know. He said he going to go off as soon as you call it. I might be the craziest that he know, but y'all some of the craziest I heard on the radio. I tell you that. That's a damn show, boy. I ain't going to forget this one. Hey, Calvin, do me a favor, man. What's up? Work. My bad, dog. Hold up. Work on the word, all right? Work on that. I'm going to try, bro. I'm going to try. I promise you. Do do, do, do a fast. Try to fast for about two weeks without using it, all right? A fast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Well, let me ask you. What is this boy? What is the baddest radio show in the land? You got to be kidding. Don't ask me no stupid like that. It's the Steve Harvey morning show, man. I listen to you crazy. Stop. I listen to you crazy folks every morning. How about that? All right. Say, from now on, you say folks and people and y'all. Try there that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I got tears coming out my mouth. That's my favorite one. This dude right here, man. This is it. This is first That's my new one. favorite. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. oh, my God. That boy Sweet. right there was lit, <laughs> man. He was. Uh. He, oh. he, he, he out oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, y- y'all don't understand how many N-words got beeped out right there. Oh, That's, man. We know. Oh, my God. <laughs> dog, dog, dog. I know, wh- I know, know exactly all where he put them. Oh, man. <laughs> Boy, but, Tommy, the but, Tommy, huh? he, he scared you with his suddenness. He, yeah. He was on 10. Off the, off the top. Man. Oh, oh man, I ain't got time for this. 
Oh, oh, man. That man, man, even at the end, he said, what's the baddest? What what N-word? N-word, N-word, you already know. Uh, he calls you stupid. Uh, how many times? Uh, at least a hundred. At least a hundred. like a stupid. Stupid <laughs> N-word, stupid N-word. <laughs> But he, but you he can't hear. But he, he said, "Oh, you mad already, huh?" Yeah, man. Oh, you I a stupid idiot. Yeah. I'm and then start laughing at me, oh. though, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why, uh. that's why you had to stop. Cause oh. he, said, don't. Uh. He was. Don't alive. you do this to me? Oh man, I'm a go against the grain type of n word. Go. <laughs> but then, but then I'm. I don't know if y'all could tell. He ran them back to back. The N-word, the N-word, the N-word, the N-word. Yeah. What? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> man. Oh, I miss oh, that. that brother, that man. Oh, oh. Man. I got tears coming out of my eyes. That boy kept saying, excuse what? me. At the end, he tried to get manners. Oh, excuse me. See, the cold thing is, uh, I, know, I know two of him. Oh, you know man. Two guys like that? I know two of him and friends with both of them. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Ooh, that just made my day. Oh, that that right good. there. That oh, right man. there, you need, you need, everybody got one of them in their family, though. Everybody no, got one. No, just go up to the barbershop. Oh, man. Oh, they stay at the barbershop. <laughs> oh. Oh. Dog, dog, and in there, but ain't getting a haircut, though. Nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. Ain't never getting one. <laughs> it's sitting in there. What? Oh. Putting what? it in. What? Ask me what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, is, uh, are they selling dinners today here at the shop, man? And you see any dinners? <laughs> <laughs> they had dinners last week. That's why I'm asking they, cause he, well, man, man, you about a stupid head, man. All right. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. <laughs> so you think they're going to have dinners every day in here? <laughs> Coming up, my strawberry letter subject. You can call Ain't me Petty if you want to. No damn well. <laughs> you can call me Petty if you want to. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, only five days left. Countdown is real, okay? It is real. Only five days left until November 3rd. Go to vote.org to get your early voting locations. Vote early. Please don't wait till the last minute. Uh, Please don't. Vote.org. All right? Uh, Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is, a Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, you can call me petty if you want to. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 56-year-old woman with a lot of past trauma and family issues, so I've been single a long time. I got out of my comfort zone, though, and I opened my heart to a man that had just gotten out of prison, and he had a history of drug abuse. We dated for four months, and things were great. He was living with his brother, but he'd come over and cook for me and do yard work. We did a spiritual fast together. Uh, The sex was amazing, and we had the best conversations. He, He took weekly drug tests, and they all came back negative. He didn't have a car, so I was his taxi. 
I went to pick him up two weeks ago so he could spend the weekend with me, and there were two garbage bags and two boxes in the driveway. He told me to pop the trunk because his brother was tripping, so he needed to stay with me for a while. I told him that was not going to happen, and I drove off. A week passed, and I didn't hear from him, so I called his brother to check on him. His brother said that after I left, some other stupid woman came to get him, so he's living with her now. His brother said he's using drugs and he's stealing from people again. He gave me the woman's name and phone number, so I called her to let her know that she took on a liar and a druggie. She had no idea he'd been to prison or that he was on drugs. She thanked me and said she was going to put him out. He called me later and said, I'm petty because and because of me, he's homeless for a while until he can find someone to take him in. I don't feel bad. His brother called me too and said I shouldn't I should have stayed out of it. I don't feel bad about it at all. Did I take it too far by calling her? Wow. Woo! Uh talk about messy and and you're right, petty too. But more messy, I'd say, than petty. Uh, I think you did the right thing by putting him out of your house uh, if he's back using and stealing uh, stealing things. At first, uh, I was going to say you should not have called the woman, but why not? His brother gave you her name and her phone number for a reason, and I think the woman should know what she's dealing with. Uh, when you really look at this situation, you were only being petty with your guy, not with her. And the fact that this guy is a user and uh, stuff, you know, user and stuff, that's something that she should know, I think. Would she have told you? Eh, probably not, because she sure came over to take him away fast, didn't she? She was feeling him at the time. So really and truly, I don't think you're petty at all. I think you're a good person. I just say just don't ever lower your standards again. Just don't do that because uh, you, you, you'll get in some major trouble again. Steve, you can call me petty if you want to. <laughs> this whole damn letter from top to bottom ain't nothing but a series of bad decisions and yeah, mistakes. Exactly. All of them damn near on your part. Let me begin with everything. <laughs> everything. I'm a 56-year-old woman, a lot of past trauma and family issues. Still got them. So I've been single for a long time. You think? I got out of my comfort zone, though. What? Wh when was you comfortable? Because <laughs> right now, family issues, drama, single for a long time. Open up your heart to a man that had just got out of prison. He had a history of drug abuse. A lot of, lot of people go to prison for drugs. Okay. Dated four months. Things was great. He was living with his brother, but he'd come over, he'd cook for me, do yard work. He earning his keep. We did a spiritual fast together. Eh, let pop right there. Let's stop this. Shirley, help me out. Yes. When people do spiritual fast, what is that? Well, a spiritual fast is, you know, like when you don't eat and um, you you you're supposed to like look look to God and look to hear from God. You know your vessel is cleaned out. Okay, so you cool. Can well, hear after they well, after they looked and heard from God and got their vessel cleaned out, yeah. they had amazing sex. I know. The I know. sex was amazing right after this spiritual fast. Right. Now I don't know why you're surprised that the sex was amazing. Hell, he been in prison. 
Everybody been in prison gonna have some amazing sex. <laughs> They've been thinking about it the whole damn time. So here we go. We had the best conversations. He took weekly drug tests and they all came back negative. Okay. He didn't have a car. Here we go again. All these decisions are getting bad. So I was his taxi. Then you went to go pick him up a couple weeks ago to spend the weekend with you. Two garbage bags and two boxes in the driveway. That's about all you're going to have after you've been in prison. You ain't got no bed. You, know, you ain't got no furniture. Ain't no nightstand. You ain't got to move no home wall. You, you ain't got to drag a stove down no steps. You ain't got to get nobody to help you move when you moving fresh out of prison. So you got the two garbage bags and two boxes. Then he told you to pop the trunk because his brother was tripping. So he needed to stay with me for a while. Should have found out why his brother was tripping. Hmm. He just his brother. Just got up his brother. His brother tripping. Popped the trunk, baby. Steve, he was tripping because he was on drugs and stealing. <laughs> he ain't passed no drug test. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Hang on, everybody. My strawberry letter for today's subject, you can call me petty if you want to. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. You can call me petty if you want to. 56-year-old woman. A lot of drama, past family issues. Been single for a long time, trying to work to get herself together. So she opened up her heart. She met a guy just got out of prison. They dated four months. They was having a wonderful time. He was living with his brother. But he'd come over, cook for you, do yard work, you know, earning his keep. You know, we did a period spiritual fast together. Right after they had their spiritual fast, they had amazing sex. Because that's what you do when you come out of prison. You have amazing (laughs) sex. Uh Even if it ain't amazing to you, it's going to be amazing to him. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) you had the best conversation. It don't matter what you do. Yeah, I don't give a damn what you do. (laughs) It's going to be quick. She looked at me. Woo, that was good. It's going to be quick. She looked at me again. Oh, my God. That's over. He took weekly drug tests, and they all came back negative. That's what he told you. He didn't have a car, so you was his tax. So you went to pick him up a couple weeks ago so he could spend the weekend with you. And when you pulled up, it was two garbage bags and two boxes in the driveway. He told me he popped the trunk because my brother tripping. Mm. So he needed to stay with me for what? His brother tripping? Why? I told him that's not going to happen, and I drove off. Okay, cool. That was a good decision you made. But then, here you go again. You made one good decision. You drove off. A week passed, you didn't hear from him. So you called his brother to check on him. His brother said that after he, after you drove off, some other stupid woman, he's referring to you too now. Mm. He said ah. another stupid woman, meaning mm. you was fitting mm-hmm. to drive mm-hmm. off with him. But another stupid woman came to get him, so he's living with her now. Then the brother told you he was using drugs and he was stealing from people again. From him. Mm. So he gave you the woman's name and phone number. What? Now, I'm assuming all of this happens because his brother ain't got a cell phone. That's what I'm thinking. Because he got to give numbers to where he at all the damn time. 
That's what I'm, this is just a guess of mine. So he gave you the woman's name and the phone number. You call her to let her know that she took in a liar and a druggie. Now, let me tell you how truthful you was. She didn't even know he had been to prison or he was on drugs. Because, see, she's stupider than you. Uh. You took him in. He told you he passing drug tests every two weeks and they're coming back negative. He'd have told her, since, since that ain't working and people know he's stealing again, he told his new chick he ain't even been to prison, ain't told her nothing about no drug problem. So then you called her to let her know that she took in a liar and a druggie. Mm. She had no idea he had been to prison or he was on drugs. Then she thanked me and said she was going to put him out. Now, all y'all old now. All y'all old. Because you 56, I don't know how old she was. But y'all, I just think all y'all old. All right, so here we go. He called me and told you, you petty. Because of you, he homeless for a while. Wait a minute, hold up, dog. Wait, wait, wait. The reason you homeless is because she petty. <laughs> oh, it ain't got nothing to do with you ain't working. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with that record won't let you get right, a job. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It ain't got nothing to do with you back to stealing and using drugs. No. You no. homeless because she petty. Because yeah. she called another woman and told on you. And now he mm-hmm. said he homeless until he can find somebody to take him man. As soon as I get my game back together, because he's going to have to tell another lie now. Mm. Or, or why uh-huh. he needs somebody to take him in. Right, right. Then mm-hmm. she said, I don't feel bad. <laughs> then, here we go. The ignorance gets a little bit deeper. His brother called you and said, I should have stayed out of it. Why did he give you the latest phone number? To get you in it. <laughs> to right. get you in it. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. What That's did what. she think you was going to uh-huh. do? Call to talk to him, make sure he was okay? He called you and told you you should have stayed out of it. Uh-huh. I don't feel bad about it all. Did I take it too far by calling her? Uh-uh. No. Look, you've been making crazy decisions your whole life. You need to take some time to get yourself together. Stop taking people in. His problem is not your problem. <laughs> now, what you need to do is get out of it now for sure. Mm-hmm. Apologize to the brother. Apologize to the lady. And go on about your life. Ask God to help you get your life together. And then he need to do the same thing. That's all I got to say about this letter. You know, look, drug use ain't funny. Brothers not being able to get on their feet coming out of prison, that ain't funny. It's hard. But damn, dog, he the one should have wrote the letter, not you. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour. I am going to try that spiritual fast, though. (laughs) (laughs) Because what, Steve? Because right after that, you're going to be some amazing stuff. (laughs) Our girl from the talk is coming up, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. You know who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, come on now. Stop messing around. Here she go. 
Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. Steve Harvey. That's right. That's right. We are down to the final lap, the final hour, the final inning, the final quarter. We can finish this on November the 3rd. Listen, everybody talking about, oh, it's going to be contested. We're not going to the Supreme Court. This is what Trump and his people want to do. They want to go to the Supreme Court where they think they got it set up. But the people united will never be defeated. So what we going to do, we going to continue to vote. Am I right, brothers and sisters? Am I right? Yes, you are. Now, we all, uh, everybody on this show, either you going to vote November the 3rd or you going to be like a lot of us. We've already voted. We dropped it off. You know, it's too late to put in mailbox. We're not saying up against the postman because we love our postman. You know what? I love my post personally. I love my postman. I mean, not as much as I love Junior, but I love my postman because (laughs) he brings me things that I need. Oh, bring me my government money every 15th. So I love the post office. I'm not against the post office. What I'm saying right now, because of what Trump people have done, you can't put it in the mailbox right now. You got to take it to the polling place. You got to drop it in the drop box. Then if you stand in the line, I love what happened. Did y'all see Tommy and them? All over the country. People mm. were cha-cha sliding, Cupid shuffling. They yeah, were yeah, dropping they it like a hot. They were backing that thing up like juvenile up and uh-huh. down. Listen, <laughs> people are ready to vote. They already got over half the vote is counted. Now, we got to keep going. I believe we can get all the votes in before the election. So yes. this is a good spade hand. So don't y'all think we can do it? Tommy, you think we can do it? We can do it. Trust me, we yes. can. Yes. I think we could do it, and we're going to have to do it. Why? We're not going to the Supreme Court. We're not going to let no judge, nothing that they got set up, do it. We've got to continue to vote. We've got to continue to do this. Why? we got to vote up and down ballot. we got to flip the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, all of them, got to go. we got to hold on to the Congress. Then we got to elect Biden-Harris to the White House. I'm going to say it. This is only my personal opinion. I'm only one vote, but one vote on top of one vote on top of one vote, we can change this country. That's right. That's right. We can change this country. They don't care about the COVID situation that's still killing people. What they want to continue to do is making up lies, making up stories. We need new leadership in the White House from top to bottom, all the way. All right, Cheryl. (laughs) Thank you you so much. Carla Pharrell's, you got to do it. Vote, 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 vote. Coming up at the top of the hour, speaking of Carla, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Tommy. You know what to do. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. She is here. It's Carla Farrell with what? Reality update. All right. Thank you, nephew. Here we go. So tonight on Keeping Up with the Kardashian, Chloe. She will reveal that she had COVID-19. And she says mm. that her symptoms were bad. I mean, she's... No! <laughs> Junior. Vomiting, shaking, oh. hot, cold flashes. And then uh, Kim also revealed that Kanye had COVID as well. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And really? he had it, yeah, early. Back in the spring, though, you know, around the same time that uh, actor Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson... Uh-huh. Had COVID in early spring in the March. She's saying, Kim is saying Kanye had it too. So that is tonight. That's the new night. Keeping up with the Kardashian. 
Kardashians comes on Thursday nights now. Anyway, moving on. Real Housewives. Wish I'd have knew that when I was sitting up there having that chicken sandwich with you. <laughs> That's where y'all was at chicken for yeah. me, I was sitting next to him in the car and stuff. I wish I'd have knew that. Hey, man. Lower your window down. Hold your head up. <laughs> Put your mask on. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Real Housewives of Potomac. Monique hosted an event for her podcast. None of the ladies surely showed up to this event, oh, uh, no. except for Ashley. Ashley mm-hmm. did come, and even Karen, her Ashley. girl. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Ashley, too. Even Karen didn't come. She said that uh, she couldn't make it. She was ill. Wendy hosted a great event uh, talking to women in the community mm-hmm. about voting. It was a great, great, mm-hmm. great event, and why voting is so important. I really like Wendy. And mm-hmm. uh, Wendy and Karen, though, they started beefing at the event because <laughs> Wendy know. is not forgiving your girl Monique for jumping uh-uh. on Candace like that. She's just not cool with that. Also, Robin showed up to Wendy's event rocking this burgundy hair color wig. Ooh, she looked a mess. A I'm mess. sorry. <laughs> she looked a mess. And Giselle was like, do not rock that wig again ever. Uh-huh. Okay. And Burn speaking it. of Giselle, she met, uh, met up with Robin's ex-husband, Juan, at a jewelry store to help him pick out an engagement ring. Giselle, she's up there picking out these big old huge mm-hmm. diamond rings with major price tags. And Juan, girl, stop. Juan looked at the jeweler and said, I got my AGs. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody I like got that, all though. this. Yeah. I did. You know he what kept you gonna get. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I love kept how he kept buck. it on uh-huh. Yep, yep. And then also Giselle, and she talked to her her man, Pastor Jamal, I think the long distance relationship is is is, is getting hard for Giselle. So they kind of talked about that. And uh, I'll keep you posted. We'll keep watching Real Housewives of Potomac. And quickly before before we run out of time, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. Ready to love is back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nephew. That's In right. The building. <laughs> That's right. Sexy timing, boy. Sexy timing. Go ahead, Carla. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go on. Oh, you want me to do my thing? Go ahead. All right. That is not (laughs) what this show is about. (laughs) (laughs) Ready to Love is back. It's hosted by our very own nephew, Tommy. We're so proud of him. Ready to Love, The Last Resort. Now, the show is about sexy singles looking for lasting love. And this time, the singles are from Houston, Texas, H-Town, nephew Tommy. So tell us what we can expect this season. So we're on a resort. You got to understand that. So we're on a resort. Nobody has to go anywhere. Nobody has to go to work. All right? All of your attention is solely on looking for love. That's the best thing about it. Because in the past, you know, people had to go to work. You got to take care of your kids. You got to do this. You got to do that. This time... You are focusing on love. So everybody's on the resort and looking for the same thing. Process of elimination, 10 men, 10 women. It dwindles down to six people, three couples who have hopefully found love. And, of course, your host, me, Cupid, the love doctor, going to guide you all the way through 10, yeah, 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 10 weeks. Come on, Junior. That's believable, though. Y'all about to say, man. (laughs) You know the little thing with the diaper on it with the bow and arrow? Cupid, that, oh, come on. Ready to love, last resort on the OWN Network, Friday night, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, only on OWN. Don't miss it. All right, I love it. Get it in, nephew. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Longtime former Trump insider Omarosa appeared on the British chat show Lorraine and uh, suggested there may be some trouble in Trump's marriage. She said, quote, it's a very strange marriage, and I'm very cautious to comment on the dynamics of people's marriages. You never know the inner workings, but I've known this couple since they were dating. Unquote. Omarosa's hot take. What I've observed over the past, uh, over the last 17 years, she says, sometimes they like each other, and other times she's repulsed by him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no sugar, honey, I see, right? Uh, <laughs> there you go, Sheriff. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh, as we, we just saw on the debate last Thursday, remember that? Trump went to go and touch Melania's hand, and she kind of smacked it away or pulled it away. And then he kind of shoved her in the back a little bit. That's what yeah, it looked to like anyway. He tried to push her ass down the steps. <laughs> his old ass. Embarrassing me like this. She been smacking his hand away for four years. Though, yeah. From day yeah. one. Probably longer than that. Getting off Marine One, getting off Air Force One. She smacked her hand in a lot of countries. I know that. <laughs> Junior, she don't even play at all. She no. Just... I think after this election, we ought to have like a, a, a month off where we don't talk about it. It's just over. Just Everybody need a break, a vacation. Depends on how he leaves. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We've got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm going go on vacation, news. but if they send the National Guard in and get him, I'm going to come back. <laughs> so you can see... <laughs> <laughs> More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, listen up. Here's a good one for you. A social media question we found on our Facebook page. Uh, what if before dating someone new, and I know you guys are married, but uh, uh, Junior, listen up. You needed two different references from exes, even if you before you oh. got married. How about that? You needed two different references mm-hmm. from your exes. Mm-hmm. Here's the question. Which of your exes would be your two references and why? And what would they say? Mm-mm. What do you think they'd say? No. Come on, Kier, Junior, no, Spake. No. <laughs> Let's no. go. We, no, we're not this. doing none of my exes, but what we can go is back to vacation Bible school and get somebody out of there. Don't get okay. nobody in my adult as life. A, as a reference. Yeah, as a reference. You need somebody who was in church to talk about I me. I was going to tell you, uh, both of my references was from the fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's hear it. And what they would say about me uh, is, What would they say? He showed so much promise, and he was trying to overcome a stutter. <laughs> and he was determined. Oh, no. <laughs> just glowing, Steve. Just and a just, glowing and remark. Ju- and, and just the way he wore his older brother's clothes. Uh-huh. It was just fascinating. Yeah. The way he would double wrap his belt around his thin, frail, underdeveloped body. Mm-hmm. And uh, his ability to cut out cardboard to sh- the shape of his shoe and stick it in there so you never even knew that the bottom of his shoes had holes in it. He was oh, just amazing. Wow. Yeah, he, was, he was really, I always, if, girl, if you ever get a chance, his sliding boy skills, He this boy could, he would go up to the top of the step and jump halfway down the sliding board before his butt even hit it and then be fly up in the air and land on his feet. You should. Mm, mm-hmm. I always yeah. knew so, he was gonna be something. You've been on mm-hmm. the, this earth for sixty-three years, mm-hmm. and the reference Fifth from grade. your exes. <laughs> we going back to when you were ten. Fifth yeah. grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. You think that's something? Okay, okay. Tommy. 
What about you? You think that was something from Uncle T? What about you, Tommy? Come on. I'm so scared right now, Shirley. I'm married. I'm just, I'm scared. Say the dumbest things ever on this show. I know, but I found out earlier this week she's been listening all week. I'm just, I'm scared of my damn mouth right now. Thank you, Jackie. We love you, Jackie. Jackie. I'll tell you what they said because I knew all of them. Okay. Oh, please. Yes. Uh-huh. Come, on. Come on, Steve. You know, uh, yes, girls. I would, I would recommend him. You know, he, <laughs> he, he kept all his promises. You know, he said he would never leave me. He didn't. I got rid of him. Uh, <laughs> he said that. Uh, you know, thing, the thing about him. I mean, he's very much the same today as he was then. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, five days, five days left until the November 3rd election, all right? Go to vote.org. Get your information on early voting. They're still doing it in some states. Vote.org. We also want to remind you, as we've been doing every day this week, about these important Senate races. If you live in the following states, Kentucky, for instance, Kentucky going up against Mitch McConnell is Amy McGrath. Democrat Amy McGrath. Okay, you want to remember that name. Uh, Democratic senatorial candidate uh, Jamie Harrison out of South Carolina. He's going up against. Lindsey Graham, Democratic senatorial candidate. Need to go. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Mike Epsey in Mississippi. Uh, he's the Democrat there. Vote for him, please. Oh, Mike Epsey. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. SP, man, we need a senator. SP, Steve, yeah. Anybody start with an E. Black. Come on, Mississippi. Come on, Mississippi. Democratic senatorial candidate. Raphael Warnock in Georgia. Raphael Warnock. If you're if you're looking at the ballot, he's all the way down there. He says that in the commercials. Okay, you got to go down far to get Raphael Warnock out of Georgia, Steve. Um, Democratic sen- senatorial candidate Marquita Bradshaw in Tennessee. Marquita. Enough said. Marquita. Mayor. Yes, Democratic senatorial candidate Mayor Adrian Perkins in Louisiana. In it's Louisiana. Perkins. Yeah. Perkins. Also, and this is very important, too, to our Michigan voters uh, in Detroit and elsewhere. Yeah. Vote to keep Democratic Senator Gary Peters in office. Gary, Gary Peters is who Peters. you want to vote for. Because mm-hmm. they put a Republican candidate up against him who is black. John James. Mm-hmm. Do not vote for John James. John James is 2000 his own words i'm 2000 percent behind trump mm. oh you're all the way vote. in do <laughs> not vote in michigan for john james do not vote for john james in michigan your vote in michigan for senator is gary peters yes gary peters if we flip those states and turn those senators democratic mm-hmm. we will own the senate Let's go. Yeah. We need the Senate. That's right, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah, we, we do. Absolutely. Them mm-hmm. four flips it. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Yep. Yeah, we're going to hit the gavel. Mm-hmm. Okay, what y'all are to say? We're moving mm-hmm. forward. 
<laughs> yeah, that vote for Amy Coney Barrett the mm. other night in secret. Yeah. Uh, the the vote was what forty eight to fifty two. So there's mm. your four right there. You know, they didn't want nobody to see it. They yeah, nobody to see. Uh uh-uh, uh, it was in secret. Only mm. Clarence Thomas was there. Yeah. <laughs> Only black man to in swear the, in. The in the yeah, somebody that ain't said nothing in ten years. Him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Recorded on the iPhone twelve. They want nobody vote, to know. Vote. <laughs> Vote, 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 vote. If you wait till election day, get in that line and vote. Don't turn around. Don't be denied. Don't stop. Don't give up. Don't think twice. Go in there and vote. Remember who the senators are that we are begging you to vote for, and you already know who to vote for for president. We cannot allow this man, his son-in-law, his age to say the things that they've said about black people black people have to want to be successful who does jared kushner think he is with his privileged ass that grew up with money all his life ain't had a struggling day in his life and has the audacity to say as the son-in-law of donald trump black people have to want to be successful excuse me Excuse me, man. You have any idea who you talking to? We won't. We've been wanting for over 400 years of this mess that we've been over here contending with. Nah, man, it ain't about no, do we have to want to be successful? We need to get rid of people like you who have these racist views of us, who make policies with racial views of us, who are participating in systemic racism. You. You have to go. One of our major problems is people walking around saying it ain't no racism. See, the reason we can't ever solve the racism problem is because there are too many people at thinking that that ain't a problem. So if you don't think it's a problem, what are you working on to solve? See, you can't sit up here and solve something unless you admit that it's a problem. Systemic racism is real because of people like you. And you sitting up here voting for the economy. Do you know what COVID is doing to this country? What about the 240,000 people who have died in the United States? What about the 7 million cases of COVID in the United States? Do you understand if we fix the economy and you ain't here to partake of it, what difference do it make? Tell all the people who have lost somebody to this horrible disease who had no choice in it who wanted to be successful. You know how many black people have died with COVID who wanted to be successful? You know how many white people that have died from COVID who wanted to be successful? How many Latinos who have died from COVID who wanted to be successful? How many Asians who have died from COVID who wanted to be successful? And then you gonna turn around with your stupid ass and make another statement. Trump has taken over the COVID thing. He's taken it from the doctors. Yeah, he took it from the doctors. I'm glad you said that. He took it from the doctors to the point where now we are over 240,000 deaths in this country. He has no plan for it. Open up the economy because that's all he care about is money. But if you're not here, if you're sick in the economy, if you're left with a debilitating after results of having COVID, what good is the economy if your ass can't go to work no way? Man, miss me. You got to go. November 3rd, you out. And we're going to show up in big numbers. You don't think black lives matter, but they're going to matter to you after this election. Because when they count them votes, you're going to go, damn, they really do matter.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 